You never got lost. You still What's have up? a fresh perspective from business. You are. Emily's still not here. She's not still. Still not. It is only January, though. <laughs> she only had a baby in January, so we'll let her off. But if people haven't listened to episode 76, they won't know who I am. No, they won't, so we're going to have to reintroduce you. Please. Have, get a re, re, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Laura Leyland, my sister's Emily Leyland. We run A Fresh Perspective and we have A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. Emily had a baby called Billy. Billy. You like to tell her story. Now once the girl got Emily who had a baby called Billy. Um, the baby was lovely and Emily She's was silly. She's so beautiful. <laughs> so we got Tony G, Hello. Tony Greenwood. He is um, he's my temporary co-host. I'm a great co-host. You are I a think. great co-host. Feels great. Especially this. when your microphone's working properly. Yes, we had a we had a, the microphone pop. We had technical difficulties. Mm, and yeah, in the last episode. Mm. Do we, you? Hmm. Mm. It's the best. Hmm. I've ever is heard. it? Yeah. Emily does a good. Hmm. Does she? Yeah, but is that a good? Hmm? Do it to me. Yeah, I feel like that's your mm. signature. When I hear that, I'm like Tony's ear. Mm. Like a gentle rumble. Um. So who are you? What do you do? My name's Tony. I'm 38 from Chorley. What's your name? Where'd you come from? My name's Tony. I'm 38 from Chorley. I'm the commercial director of Mara Brothers Packaging in Chorley. I'm looking for any girls who are 35 to 39 in the Chorley or something. What's your radius? 15 miles. 15 miles. As the crow flies. The crow will fly. Yeah, as the crow flies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what, okay, right. What kind of activities do you like to do? I like running and cooking. Would your potential match have to like running and cooking? Or no. No. <laughs> no. What would they, ideally, what would your potential match like to do? Walking. <laughs> singing. Eating. <laughs> Walking and eating the food that you cook. Yeah, I do like a batch cook, don't I, as you we know. You do like to batch cook. Why do you like to batch cook so much? Thank you for asking. <laughs> Because I can cook, I can cook four meals in one go, which takes an hour, and then I don't have to. Super time efficient. Yeah, and then all I have to do is microwave it up. <laughs> bing, bow, bow. five minutes. I've got my tea. Hello. Oh, I know. I and it's, it's so a pain nutritious. In the bum doing it, boy, it's worth it. It's not a pain in the bum, though. Is it? Get a podcast in your ear, like Fresh Perspective on Business. Mm -hmm. You plug, can plug, smash plug. two episodes out, like I did last Friday night, with two <laughs> beers. I'd done, I'd done chicken and chor chorizo with pasta, cauliflower, and broccoli. That sounds very tasty. It is and healthy. It is. Yeah. Cauliflower 600, for a while. Six hundred and four calories per serving, including the pasta. Yes. Very good. Well, thank you. Carbs, fat sources. Got a bit of veg in there. But in, Lots yeah, of protein. They've got to be into exercise. Let's just go back to dating. Mm, okay. Got to be into exercise. Got to like. Got to have a good sense of humour and a good. You know, a bit. A bit like. Well, you know what I mean? But we've got to have, to have a good, bit of good chemistry. Uh, what else? Like sport, walking. What else do you think? Cooking. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh that's reminding me to go and get Louie. Who's Louie? <laughs> Walsh. Oh, you're... <laughs> I'm going to take him to the office because the girls are missing Lenny. Yeah, I can imagine they are. Yeah, Lenny's not here because he's on maternity leave as well. Yeah, so if you're a girl who's 35 to 39 in Chorley and you, you like what you see, no, you like what you hear. Foodie, fit and healthy. Fit and healthy. Foodie. Fit funny. Funny. Friendly. Friendly. All the Fs. And just fucking great. Fucking great. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> right. Get up. Hit me up. Hit, hit up the girls at Fresh Perspective and they'll send you my deets. We will. We will send the deets. So if you've never listened to this podcast before, it isn't, Welcome. Ab <laughs> well, it isn't about dating. No. And it's not about food. No, it's, it's not. 
It's about all, well, it's about all kinds of things. But today's episode is number 77, which in Spanish is numero 77. Oh, what's episode in Spanish, please? You know, I don't know the answer to this. No. I don't think I've ever said the word episode. Well, in episode 78, guess what? Do I need to research it? Yeah. Right, okay. Lazy. I'm guessing my Lazy broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Episoda. Episoda numero 77. Uh, and it's about... <laughs> Wow, that sounded mega. Excellent, excellent. It's Friday the 28th of January. It is. We love Fridays. Yeah, I love Fridays. And it's nearly the end of January, but it means that everybody is absolutely into... Skinterama. Skinteroonies. Where all the pennies gone, man? Oh, my God. It's it's been a long, long, long time since anybody had any money. Well, it is, isn't it? Yeah. We all got paid early in December, which is great. For December. We should be able to budget. <laughs> but then it's Christmas and oh. it, I have loads of birthdays. Well, it's my birthday. Happy January. birthday! Happy birthday! Now it's Billy's birthday. Happy birthday, oh, Billy. So many birthdays. And I've got a stag dude to save up for in March. I've only got two paydays. Oh my goodness. Oof. Where are you going? Tenerife. Oh, nice. Yes. I really want to go on holiday. Yeah. But yeah, so this is called I'm Broke, but I need to recruit. So we're talking about people being broke and not having any money, but still wanting things. Mm. Could you put recruitment on your credit card? I mean, you could. Some pe- some customers. So, so I was just mulling over oh my what God, you. Oh God, that's just a curse. It's mm. like I've got any money left or no budget. But like, have you got a credit card? I have some customers that pay on the credit card. Oh, I'm not I'm not timing us. Oh, bed. it's all gone to ratchet since the microphone pop. <laughs> But it doesn't matter, does it? I said to I said to Laura right at the beginning of uh, this episode before we press the record button. She says we get, we've got to keep it to like 27, 28, half an hour. Well, let's just well, talk. It's, it's usually twenty twenty five minutes. Well, well, let's just when talk. In well, she's not in charge. And and furthermore, if you don't mind me saying, when she <laughs> hears it, it's too late. It's out in the ether. It's in the interweb. Right. Well, if she's got Emily, you've got an issue. You need to take it up with Tony Greenwood. Text me. <laughs> He's just going to mute that chat. Mute, <laughs> mute that chat. <laughs> wow, I'm having a good time. This is a good way to spend a Friday, isn't it? It is a good way yeah, to spend a Friday. Yeah, I love I feel it. Like I could do podcasts all day long, every day. But we have all the shit to do, so we're not allowed to. And you can swear. I know. Can't it's you? so much easier. I've not been swearing. This always stressful. Yeah. Because I was like, all I was thinking was, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear. No, you didn't Can't swear. Can't even say tits or boobs. Or apparently talk about horse penises. Yeah, but it's well, well, because a horse kicked off the ring. Let's not get bogged down in that. What I would say is there's a there's a there's there's different times, isn't there? There's different times and in the day when you can talk about tits and boobs and horses (laughs) and horses horses genitalia. Horses for horses. And some would say, not me. Some would say. It's not Wednesday at half past seven. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but some would. Um, so, what have speaking you been... of which, what are what are you have for your breakfast? <laughs> uh, I just had some chicken for your breakfast. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, breakfast is just food in the morning. You I know, know it is. And but Pete, and because I've got gluten allergies oh, have and you? dairy allergies, I can't. In the past, I mean, I've had it. I've been like that for like we're getting on for ten years now. So. Uh, ten years ago, there wasn't that much choice of gluten-free, so I just couldn't have cereal and couldn't have toast. It was a very sad time, so I just started okay. eating all the food because there's only so many, so many bacon and eggs you can eat, and then yeah. you get bored of it. So I just eat food in the morning, but whenever I go to a new job, and 
we can get into know new people and I'd have my chili and broccoli in the morning. They're like, What, what time? What time Weird in the morning? Like 10 o'clock, I would normally have my breakfast. And that's chili and rice? Chili and broccoli. Chili and or, broccoli. Or bolognese and broccoli. Oh, nice. No, I'm, um, I'm down with that. And then I'm down I have with that. curry for my dinner. But yeah, and they're like, What well, is this weirdo? I was eating broccoli and chili f- together anyway, but um, no, in no, the no, morning no, no, no. time. When I do my batch cooking, <laughs> <laughs> one of the options, one of the options is a chili. Yeah, with it's good. with good to with cook. broccoli though. You've got to have a hundred oh grams. God, I don't of... think I've ever met anybody else that has a give me a fist bump. Yes, <laughs> let's have it, sister. You've got to have a hundred grams of broccoli. If you not have, listen, <laughs> forget. Stop what you're doing. Stop. Should we change the, the episode? Uh, no, talk about fitness and whatever. health. <laughs> I'm, I'm relaxed. You hey, can that tell. can be next time. Okay. Next week, stay tuned. <laughs> if you've not got a hundred grams of broccoli on your plate with your, with with your, a main meal, sort that out today. It's it new to be broccoli. Well, it can be cauliflower. Okay, okay. it can be green beans. Oh, how, how hard are green beans to find at a decent price these days? Is that Brexit. I don't know. It's no. What was that? My watch just beeped telling me to move my Garmin. <laughs> It does that sometimes. You need to <laughs> wave your arms around. Um, um, anyway, sorry yeah, we detra- I, Yeah, I feel like beans is not my favourite veg choice. What's your favourite bean? Bean. Maybe a baked bean. Mm. Mm. Mine's definitely green. Do you? Yeah, I, I love a green bean. broccoli over green beans. Well, I prefer broccoli full stop. Mm. But it's not a bean, is it? No. So it's, it's <laughs> in the context of that question, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> But we'll we'll bypass that. We'll edit that. We'll edit that out, Megan. That bit about the broccoli and the beans. So are you skint? <clears throat> have you been paid? What day is it? Twenty eighth. Some people. No, fresh, last day they, of the month. They did get paid on the twenty fifth, so that we are all right. No. But I think I'm still brassic because I was heavily into my overdraft. Oh dear. Yeah. We uh, we get paid on the last day of every single month. Every single month. So, so could it be the thirtieth or the thirty first? It's just not the set. It's not necessarily a set day. Or even the 28th or the 29th, depending if we're on a leap year. Oh, leap. Uh, yes, it's always, a, it's always the last working day of it yeah, every month. And no, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm skint because I've got one eye on Tenerife. And <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> You're right, dude. Sorry, that is going crazy. One eye on Tenerife over here. Hello there. And um, obviously another eye on, it could be about nutrition, this. <laughs> on, on another eye, on uh, being good, getting my steps in, not spending any money, nutrition, focus, gym, all that sort of stuff. So I'm not going out, buying loads of stuff, going on the pace, all that sort of stuff. So I'm laser, laser focused. Laser I love focused. the sound of this microphone in my headphones. Are you happy now? Yeah, Last I am. time we did the podcast, last week, we had a microphone mishap and Tony oh. was very upset. I was... I wasn't fo- I wasn't focused on the you content. Have laser focus, the second half. Of that this podcast. is laser focus, isn't it? Laser. I feel at home. Like a sniper. Love this. Who <laughs> shot that? So, talking about being broke. Yes. <laughs> this is, I think, cost. I suppose it's not necessarily just relevant to recruitment. You work in sales, so I do. Do you get pushback on cost a lot by prospects, or is it something else? Sometimes, what a good question. Do I get pushback on costs? Sometimes, yeah, but it depends on the opportunity. If it's a big, it's a if it's a big customer that's looking to move, then we work. So we, um, so for anyone who doesn't know, we we do contract packaging for for uh, breweries and, and we ask for beer. <laughs> and so, if you'll talk about a bottle or a can, like we could charge anything from. 
30p a can, for example, to 60p, depending on the opportunity and the volume and all that sort of stuff, right? But all the components, the, the reason I'm telling you this, all the components that go, that go into that 30p, sometimes you're in, into half a p and all this sort of stuff. And, and customers do nail you down. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half yeah. a p? Yeah, some, some, some customers, we, we charge 42 and a half p per bottle. Wow. I know. It's crazy. It surprises me. Oh, I can tell by the look on your face that you are surprised. I was surprised. Didn't even know so, we could talk about half peas. So what? I, what I, you can? What I try? What? What? what I, I don't want to make. So what, what I say to my customers is, in answer to your question, yes, I get a pushback on price, but what I say is, you know, we're not a giant operator. You know, we've not got seven bottling lines and seven can lines. We're a, we're a, you know, a small and medium enterprise, and it, if it's all about price, maybe we're not for you. It's about the whole Customer experience, experience. It, yes. it, and I know price is important, but you'll get a you'll get. I'm doing a little bit of a pitch here. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want it to be all about price. It should never it be all. Ne- ever be it should never. It should oh. never have headbutted my. <laughs> It should never. Okay. It's fine, thank you. It should never <laughs> be about price, should it? It should. You no. should always be competitive, but. We're we talking about sales again here, but but a, a deal's right when the customer perceives some value and you're generating revenue with profit for your business. And and if those two don't marry up, it's not for you. And that's cool. And I've I've learned to over the over the years to actually walk away from stuff like that. And I don't want it to all be about price. Yeah, no, you're right. I think we've done the same when it's only about price and it's just well, it doesn't matter who they work with, does it? No. They're not bothered about anything else other than price. They may as well just go and find the cheapest one. They're not bothered about service, value, Don't want it to be a commodity experience. business. No, especially in service. It's it's different, isn't it? You, I suppose you guys offer a service and product. Both. Yeah, whereas we just have a service. And it is what it is. Time is time. It's a time-based product. When people try and drive you down, I'm like, well, you can't, we can't. But we can spend less time on it, but then you have to pay less. So I have a question for you while I was doing my prep for this podcast. <laughs> Tony likes to be prepped. I do, I do. What's the phrase that you said? Prior planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. <laughs> so we're recruiting at the moment for a, quite a senior role and I've spoke to you and, and, and Emily primarily before Christmas about it. And I suppose as, as, a, as an SME and people have pitched to me, you know, well, 20% of 15% of the wage and all this sort of stuff. And I suppose as a small business, which we are, turning over £2 million a year. Not too shabby. No, it's fine. But yeah. it's still an SME, right? And, and cash flow is tight and COVID and Brexit and whatever, whatever, whatever. My, I suppose my question to you is, how do you... How do you do people see the value in outsourcing what you do, right? Because obviously the people can see the value in what we do. Whereas I think the last time I recruited, I stumbled on a bit of a diamond from LinkedIn. So yeah. good, the sun was shining there. And I've got another chap who rec- came into our business. So I might be, I might be, <coughs> excuse me, I might have stumbled on another diamond there. We meet it, we're interviewing him today. News. Yes, it is. But I think it's the exception rather than the norm. Yeah, it is. And I suppose this is a very long question, isn't it? But the, the, but the, I'm on the edge of my but, seat. <clears throat> excuse me. Do people see the value in what you do? That's my question. Yeah, that- I think sometimes no. 
Um, because people don't budget for recruitment. It's, it's ne- not necessarily part of someone's job. They don't think, right, we need to hire these many people and this is well, this is how much we're going to spend on recruitment. And very rare do you find that they've got a budget. You ask people what the budget is and they're like, we don't really have one. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, on average, agency fees, we aren't an agency, are 15 to 20% of salary. Yes, so that's this right. person at 30 grand, it's going to be at least four and a half to six grand with an agency. And then they go... And that's how I get to the bottom of their actual budget. And they go, oh, I can't afford that. I'm like, right, well, we aren't an agency. So there's lots of different things we can do to price it up. But at least then you know that that, that you get into the bottom of the budget because no one budgets for it. So how do you find about... So this is what I was thinking when I wanted to recruit for this this person in the management team in December. As a, as a business, I need to justify a, a, a cost, a budget. And... So how do you, I suppose my challenge to SMEs is how do you find that balance between wanting to outsource to a professional recruiter, which would, if we had a budget, we would, obviously we've got a great relationship, but you would use for fresh perspective. But if you're not in, you know, if you're in another part of the world, how do you balance, how do you make a decision and the balance between, right, I need to outsource that task versus, right, I'm going to dedicate some time and do it myself. You've got to look at how much time it might take. So people uh, usually see the value in what we do if they've tried to do it themselves. If, if And I would always recommend, if you had a look yourself, if you used your own personal networks, have you had a go on Indeed? Have you had a look on LinkedIn? Have you put it on social media? And if they go, no, I say, right, well, do that because you never know. You might find someone. Like what we have, like what yeah, I have. Yeah, because I don't want them to agree to work with us and then they do it. And then, and then, they, then go, they find someone hell, and they've I've... already paid us part of our service yeah, and yeah, then they're yeah. like oh well I found someone now what so I'd always say to save everybody's time just go and have a go at it yourself and if they've had a go at it themselves and they've struggled then they understand what's involved so then they, they appreciate what we do but if they've not ever had a problem with recruitment and they've always got lucky like you have yeah, recently I've then two, they though. won't see the value no, in it that's because true. they're like well I, could, I did that last time I'm like well why don't you just go and do that again then yeah and then exactly. if you can't do it, then come to me. And then you look at how much time is it taking you. Work out how much your time is worth. Like if you spent it elsewhere, what else could you do? So in my instance, if I was looking at it, when I'm thinking about outsourcing HR or finance or working with yeah. a VA, yeah. I look at how much time I'm spending on these tasks I don't really want to do or like doing. And I, if, So if, say, for example, I'm looking at getting a VA and I work out, 20 hours a month mm. if a VA could take that w- work off me and give me 20 hours back a month imagine how many more sales I can make mm. with 20 hours um, and mm. so my time is worth what I can do with that 20 hours so then the cost of the VA is a drop in the ocean in comparison to what I can do with it so that's how I would suggest someone to work it out or in a recruitment capacity if you're struggling to deliver work because you need this person or your other team, the rest of your team is stressed or off sick because they're overworked, then that's the cost. That's the cost. It's an intangible cost, isn't it? Hiring someone fast, which is what you would do working with a recruiter because their sole laser focus is to hire someone for you. Whereas when you're doing it, you've got everything else in your normal job, uh, whatever that may be, plus then you've got to find time to recruit, which isn't always easy. Answer your question. Good answer. <laughs> I've a got long an- answer for I've a got long another- question. <clears throat> I've got another question though. Okay. And my, my, this, this, I wrote it down this morning because I'm good at preparing. So my, 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 my question is, I suppose, like, do you let businesses fail? So, for example, would you say to the business, right? I will tell you what, you dedicate 15 hours to trying to recruit that person, and as an exercise, we'll dedicate 15 hours to it, and let's see how we get on. 
Now, granted, you've got to invest a bit of time and resource into that, obviously, but then you could do a case that it's like, right, after those 15 hours, where are, where are you in the process? What do the candidates look like? How have you prepared? What, what, you know, sh- show, me, show me your workings out. Yeah, and we have done that, so, but it is a, we have, ch- have charged for it. So right. I say, right, what we could do is a prelim project. Give us a couple, pay for a couple of days of our time. Right. We'll do it as much as we can, all ele- a bit of everything about in our process, and we'll show you what we've done. And then if you want to do the same, and then we can... Perfect. We oh, can you do that. Uh, I probably don't do as much of the comparison that I really mm. like that idea. So get I've them got another to do idea. It, tend to do it as well. Because um, then they get an experience of what then it's like to work Then they understand the value. Yeah. Then they under because you've got you've got more tools, you've got more resources, you've got more you've got a greater network. You've got because you work in that sector, don't you? That's yeah, what you do. Yeah, we have a process. It's like a machine. You just turn it on and off it off it goes. Kapow. I did a post on LinkedIn about it yesterday. Um, that when we speak to people that come and interview to work at Fresh or talk to a new client for the first time or a new a prospect, and I talk them through our process, I would say. 80% of the time they're like oh I didn't realise there was so much to it because they just think it's putting an ad out on Indeed and people apply and you email them to announce an interview and some show up some don't and then that's what they think it is and it's so much more to it it's a sales and marketing piece it's administration it's it's um, PR um, it, it's social media there's so it's many massive, yeah. to it but it's just one word that encapsulates it all which is recruitment and people have a, a negative attachment to it as well which doesn't help only because I would say recruitment in the past has just been so cutthroat and sales driven and board target driven and all that sort of stuff and it's and just about money and not all about the money and not service. about the service yeah. this has turned into an interview now which uh, obviously <laughs> I'm very comfortable with uh, something else <laughs> <laughs> Something else I thought about this morning whilst I was preparing for the show was um you know you hear this you hear this thing all the time don't you on in the legal sector uh, no no win no fee what's your thoughts on no recruitment no fee I don't like it okay thank you um, <laughs> what about <laughs> In, in the recruitment space, that's that's typically how it's done. Like you, you, uh, you find each other, however that may be. You get the job brief. You go and they ask you to do it. You sign terms. You go and find a candidate, and then when that candidate starts, you send your invoice, and then for you get your, paid. For your ten percent. But then 15%. if they change their mind and go, actually, we've decided we don't need this person anymore, or we're going in a different direction. You've done all the work for nothing. You've done all the work, and they just expect to not pay. And I'm like, I don't. It's just not. I can't That's imagine. a poor business model. There's not many other industries where that mm. that can happen. And then you understand why they might be really targeted and focused on money and why they might charge a lot of money because there's no guarantee of them actually getting the fee at the end of the day. And then if it, and even if the client doesn't change their mind, but your candidate does, yeah, what happens then? Backpacking around Thailand or, the, or something happens in their personal life and they drop out, then you don't get paid. You've got to do the work again. And then again, there's no, and then and most of the time, customers are working with more than one agency because they think it gives them a wider pool of candidates, which I don't believe in. And so you're competing against people, and you don't know who's going to get that candidate first. And that's why quality goes out the window mm. because they're fighting to be the fastest, um, because they want secure to, the fee. Yeah. For the work, and you can't blame them for that, really. Well, the model seems backwards, then, doesn't it? Yeah, which is why we do it the way that we do it. So you ask us to do How the do work. How do you do it, Laura? I will tell you. Please. Let me tell you. Please do. So we agree the service at the beginning and then um, we charge at the beginning because you paid us for the service, but we'll always guarantee to find you a person. You will guarantee. We just flip it over. So you'll have paid us, but you'll never, ever end up without having a person unless you 
change your mind and decide you don't want someone. Mm. So we charge 50% upfront deposit because we have to pay a lot for adverts and social media campaigns. I know, I, jo- I joke. And then, I've um, seen your social media campaigns. Oh, you have? They're very, very good. good. Very good. Bobby Dazzlers, they are. Bobby Dazzler. Um, Bobby Davro. And then you pay the second half 30 days later. We've either filled it or it, you know, for quite far down the process then, but you pay Excellent. us for the service. And because everyone's committed, you've got to invest it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Invested. Both sides are fully invested in the project and it's and it becomes, it's always successful because of that. Good. It's a good model. Thank you. Thank very you. Much. Um, I've no more, well, I've got loads of more questions, but this isn't an interview. It's just a podcast, everybody. It's not an interview. I was going to say as well, like, if people, I think when people don't have any money or they don't have a budget or they don't have a lot of money, but they still need help with something, mm. in a lot of serv- in a lot of situations, it, it is either the fee and the service or you can't have that service or product. Like with recruitment agencies, it's 15, 20% usually mm. of a salary, and mm. that's it. You either get the full service and pay full work, or you ha- you can't use an agency for help with recruitment. Yeah. Whereas with you guys, I imagine you've got different levels of packaging and different services and different yeah, types di- and different price points. So yeah. if they get, can't afford what they want, they could maybe afford something that they can put their beer into. <laughs> yeah, like it would be Tesco carrier bags usually. <laughs> <laughs> we just well, go and fetch some stuff out at Ben's lads. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we we had a conversation in uh, in autumn about we, we're doing some restructuring at the moment, which is nearly finished, and I won't bore you with it. But we need some we needed some professional HR input and some people in the business because they're they're a bit more uh, stubborn or set in their ways. Let's say we're like we can do that ourselves internally. Oh no, I'm like no, we c- no, I can't. Can you? There's such a no. thing as employment law, and it's very scary. And I don't know about it enough to be I don't an HR know person. I don't, can't even spell it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've employment legislation. But just exactly like you've done, we've the we, the the, um, the consultancy have invested. I was going to say spiritually in our business, but that isn't really my view. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> They've invested. They, they, they really feel, you talk about customer experience, right? It really feels like they're invested in us. Aww. It really feels like they, they, they want to affect change and help us implement that change. Are you allowed to say who it is? It's HR and you with Fran Crossland. Oh, Fran, I know Fran. And Sophie Baker, but Sophie's leave, she left yesterday. Oh. Yeah, it's a long story, but okay. all good. Um, she was commuting an hour and 20 minutes to come to work. Ew, that's, that's a heck of a commute. Heck of a Oof, commute. Hellish. Wowzers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> those guys, and Nikki, and there's a new girl, Kate, and do you know what? As, as soon as I met Fran, um, I'm blowing smoke up her arse now, but I, I just... I just I love you, a good shout-out. Right, well, Fran. Fran <laughs> Crossland at HR and you. Come Bloody brilliant. <laughs> brilliant people, thank you. But you know when you just meet someone mm. and you don't get this with everybody, do you? When I met Fran and Nikki and, and Sophie, and she's not there now, Sophie, but uh, those guys, you just get a feeling, maybe from the body language, maybe from the questions they ask, maybe because how attentive they are in the mid, you just get a feeling, experience. It's a vibe, isn't it? It's energy. That's what you get when you're with and people. Like, these are the people for me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, 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 yeah, you know, it's not cheap, but, you know, ultimately... They're adding massive value. I'm having to do some donkey work as well because that, that's just the way it is. But they're holding my hand all the way through the process. We've imp- we're new contracts, new forms, new this, new that. System. It's bloody brilliant. And Very good. We- this is excellent. Woohoo! Excellent. And, uh, Go and Fran! HR um, people that I know, they have different options for 
different packages, different service levels. Yeah, exactly right. So again, if you've not got a massive budget, they can still help you. And um, I've had a belter of an idea over Christmas. Belter. I started running again, and running oh, really helps me process thoughts. And great. it just stopped dead mid-run. I'm like, Did you? Oh, I've had an idea. Get my notepad out of my phone. Yeah, I had to email myself. I didn't forget. Put it in my notes. Um, I'm going to do an online, like a digital course for recruitment. So for people that don't want to pay us to do it for them. Yes, Tony like Drake if he has a question. Oh, right, I thought you had a question. No, like Don't want to pay people to do it for them because yeah. um, it ex- can be expensive, but, but they want they want to do it better, but I'm not really sure how to do it, but need some help. Like a toolkit. Yeah, so um, we're going to do a load of, like, vid- it's be a video course um, where we talk them through our process, what we do, how we wow, do it. Jesus. Um, and then there'll be like live webinars so they can jump on and go, right, we're up to this point and they can ask me questions. Oh. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Jake's going to film it for me. Can I come along? Yes, you can come along. I could do inter- I could interview you. You could interview oh, me. Oh, this is excellent. Excellent. Um, oh. So, and that, I don't, how exciting. not exactly sure on a prize point yet, but maybe around like the £1,000 mark and it'll be like a eight-week Ooh. course. Okay. But after the eight weeks, and we're walking you through the process, and if you had a vacancy, you could probably follow the process in real time. Oh, and okay. then you would learn how to do it at the way that we do it. And you, you would always be able to then uh, replicate that when we'd help you build a process, a strategy, and and show you the, the small things that we do that make the massive differences that people forget about. So hopefully we're going to be launching that in March. I am excited. But yeah, but there's loads of other things that we can do because we charge for time. We could do the whole project, which is expensive sometimes, um, or we could just do an advert, or we can do a bit of time in the middle to just help you. You do a bit, we do a bit, and recruitment magic happens. Let me ask you a little bit about the word consultancy because uh, what are you looking at? Time. What is it? 24. We are going over today, sister. We are, because we didn't start recording. I'm telling you we're going over. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Emily, if you're listening, it's all my fault. (laughs) We're going over just for you. Tony's taking over the podcast. Just for you. You see see different people, don't you, in different industry sectors, Mm. but... uh, Giving their time away, like for example, um, we, we, we've got a guy through um, a guy called John Woodruff. Shout out, John, uh, who's <laughs> through Boost, through like mentoring, oh, yeah, yeah. if you will, yeah. And he's helping us with some process and like strategic stuff. Is there a position for you to? No. Is there a way that you could position <laughs> yourselves as like a a recruitment consultant, whereby you would go into a speak to a business, a bit a bit like a fact find, and deliver back, and you would help them and their team be better at recruitment and execute a new recruitment strategy. Yes, yeah, so we do things called recruitment audit. Where we go in and, and review what they've got and then give them advice. And then me and Emily uh, a few months ago started, cre- we created like a recruitment director service where Perfect. we go in and set strategy and process and help them with onboarding, retention, yes. all that jazz. Yeah. Oh, so that must work really well. Yeah, we've got a few clients now on that and we were also helping them with like marketing and social media, but to candidates. But to candidates, right? So you're like you're like a na- for, so so you you will enable businesses. You'll give the businesses a toolbox, won't you? Yeah, a little toolkit, fresh a fresh Ooh, lime green one. A freshy tool. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little yeah. briefcase of tools. <laughs> it's in my recruitment Here you go. tools. What do you need? You need your recruitment spanner today to fix something. Yeah, Here you go. I yeah. like that. 
Yep. So we're offering all kinds of different services. Oh, this is so oh, exciting! Great. When's great. when's it? Uh, sorry, your, your new fancy idea. Which you're, you're online. Will it be a live thing? No, so the, uh, it pre-recorded videos. <laughs> pre-recorded ba, 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 videos, but there will be live webinars as oh, well. All right. So people can still come and talk to us about any issues they're facing with it, um, and ask us questions. God, this sounds exciting! It's all going to be video. Yeah, I could, I could, we could do a really good interview. We could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. I think yeah, I'm yeah, in. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna have to say bye. I don't want. Oh, no. I know you're having a great time, Tony. <laughs> I don't want to go back to the real world. <laughs> keep me in Please the broadcasting. Me. Keep me in the broadcasting studio. <laughs> I like it here. Oh, we can come back next Friday. Okay. Well, because yeah. I've got my phone on aeroplane mode, so I'm not got any calls or texts. <laughs> it's amazing. So it's a safe place. It feels no, safe. Like it's positive. I just wish it was warmer. Mm, but, but you this, know, we can't have everything. This little eater sim better days. <laughs> I know. I think I might bring mine from home next time. Yeah. But yeah. Well, we're going to have to wrap up. Oh, I don't want to wrap up. <laughs> Please follow us and leave a review. We would really appreciate it. Let Please. our podcast go out to more masses of people. Please share. And uh, yeah, Share the love and joy. Sharing is caring. All feedback is good feedback in my eyes and in the majority of people's eyes. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much, guys. Peace Bye. and love to everybody. Bye.